Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, Aphorism for July 24. Never seek self-justification. If people are interested in hearing your explanation, state the facts simply and impersonally, but never descend unworthily to self-defense. Now, there's a, a few very interesting points here. and I'm actually going to start with the last one. Never descend unworthily to self-defense. I'm going to put this in because, you know, these, this book is a whole um, talking all through it, everything builds on everything else. And Swamiji has a, written a number of uh, aphorisms in July about standing up for yourself and being strong and you know not allow other people to dictate who you are, be true to yourself, and so on like that. All of which is exceedingly true. And I'm, uh, I'm impressed by how fiercely he makes the case in the course of this book. I and mean, there's 300 and 66 aphorisms here, and he, he, he pretty much covers all sides of all questions, but he's, he's emphatic where he's emphatic. But what he's really trying to get us to understand there and here, do not descend unworthily, is, is how to hold yourself in right regard. Some people think humility is to put yourself under everyone, and this leads to the kind of humility that leads to a, a kind of self-sacrificing martyrdom. You know, which is where, you know, one, the, 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 it, sometimes we think of it as women being in that role, but men fall into that role as easily as women do in the right circumstances, in which they, they think that to be selfless is to constantly deny themselves. I don't have any needs. I, you know, I can always be the one who sacrifices. Don't think about me. I'll just think about you. Now, if that consciousness is one's genuine consciousness and they're, and the ego has been transcended to the extent that one is truly so deeply identified with everyone else that there is no sense of deprivation. That is, in fact, an extraordinarily beautiful and spiritually valid um, path to take and way to live and is profoundly admirable. Such people, however, are not martyrs. There's no vibration in them of martyrdom. They don't, they don't look dragged out and tired from all the wonderful sacrificing they're doing. They just look completely joyful because there's no self um, to suffer anywhere in there. There's another kind of martyrdom which is where of, of selflessness, which is where I was starting, where it's the, it's, a, it's the idea that I'm not worth anything. And therefore, you know, no one should ever think about me. I have to constantly earn my place on this planet by giving up everything for everyone else. This is generally not ego transcendence, it's merely ego suppression, or it's a constant acting out of a false sense of worthlessness. So what we really are looking for, what, what, what real um, mental, emotional, psychological, and, and spiritual health is, in the, is, is to be impersonal about ourselves, which is a very interesting word, and it's taken me many years to really understand it which is I as an individual, each of us as an individual, is not more important than anyone else, 
but neither are we less important. We are all equal before God, and there, there are appropriate behaviors for everybody in the story. And for me or a person to constantly be the one who's sacrificing so that everybody else can get what they want isn't even good for them because it teaches them to, to disrespect other people. It teaches them to think that, other, that, the, that everybody's going to sacrifice themselves for me. And there's a lack of truth in it, which just puts it out of balance. I'll give you an example that was from Ananda, because this is an attitude that, that even deeply spiritual people can accidentally fall into, because it looks like humility. So there was a, a team, a group of people that had to work together, and they were working on a project which was a very demanding project for everyone. Very little time off, uh, many long hours of work, um, different, you know, just being on call all the time, and understaffed. Um, and so when the staff would get together to make plans, there was one person who would always say, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. And you know, whenever it was like a, an extra day of work or an extra hour, I'll do that, I'll do that. No, I don't need a day off. No, I don't need a holiday. But the fact of the matter is, the person could not fulfill the promises that they were making. And so what would happen was the day would come and that person wouldn't have the strength to carry on the promise, but no other plans would have been made. And in the context of the meeting, no one was able to actually confront the person to say, why do you keep doing this? Because their self-image demanded that they keep being the one to sacrifice. So they were so personally involved with their own self-definition as the one who could do it, that actually torqued the whole system. And it was only gradually when the person matured in their spiritual understanding that we just realized we all have our limits, we all have our strengths, and what we do is we all just put it on the table impersonally. And, and just in terms of group dynamics, we just put it all on the table. You know, I'm really going to need that day off. I really don't think I can go beyond this. And then we all sort of look at it and figure who is the one who can really appropriately come forward. And that's, that teaches everybody both to stretch beyond what they think they can do for the sake of others and also not to expect others just to support them. And so we also have to be perfectly comfortable saying, I've reached my limit. In the position I am where I have an association with so many people and I'm have been, less so at the moment, but I, I used to be much more involved and many people would call on me for counseling or for this or for that. And I always said to people, just feel free to ask anything of me because I've learned this over years. Feel free to ask anything of me because if I can't do it, I'll tell you. And it's just as simple as that. And it's made life so much easier. It's made life so much easier for me and it's made life so much easier for everyone else as they gradually get to know me. I'll tell you the truth. Go ahead and ask. If I can do it, and it's an appropriate request, I'll say yes. If I can't, I just won't. And I'll just say, you know, I, I'm, I'm just too tired, I'm too exhausted, or even I don't really think I'm the right one to help you, because it's just the truth. Now, in this particular thing, when we're talking about self-justification, you know, sometimes people will accuse us of something that needs to be explained. Sometimes they don't want to know. They just want to blame us or accuse you or have their own explanation. And at such a point for you to 
descend to self-defense, it's unworthy. It's, I don't have to justify myself in front of anyone. If you want to misunderstand me, that's your perfect right to misunderstand me. I'm not going to get into an argument in which you're going to tell me that I'm wrong and I have to tell you that I'm right. You know, that's just, it's like, what is the point of that? But if they're genuinely interested, and like, really, what happened here? What went wrong? You know, or I don't understand why you made that decision. Or even if it's accusatory, that seems like a really stupid decision. But they still really want to know. They don't have to be courteous in their manner to be sincere in their inquiry. People have different personalities. You can just explain. But listen to the tone of your voice. Listen, listen to the f- feeling in your heart. Are you, you know, anxious that they must understand you? You know, are, are, am I determined that my value depends on being understood? Or can I just impersonally state the facts? Well, he said this to me. And that's how I understood him, and it seemed like the appropriate response. If it, in fact, turned out to be a disaster, you can also say it didn't turn out like I thought it was. Or I misunderstood him, I thought this is what we were supposed to do. I thought that was my instruction, and I was carrying it out. You know, one can ask the question, did I misunderstand the basic premise? You know, it seemed like a good idea at the time is also a sort of explanation, yes, really didn't turn out as I expected, but this was my thinking. And when we're just impersonal, see, it's the same word. I'm just impersonal. Sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I do things right. You know, in in earlier aphorisms this month, we were talking about that, about when we were talking about guilt. You know, why should we be so shocked if we make a mistake? So even if somebody is confronting you to explain something that you actually realize now is an error, like... Welcome to the human race. And this is, again, where we become somewhat impersonal about ourselves. Now, I know in business situations where people are sometimes quite mean and will take terrible advantage of your weakness, yes, we, you know, it's an issue. We're putting ourselves forward. The principle of an, that Ananda has always followed is where there is dharma, which is where there is right action, where there is truth, there will always be victory. That does not mean in the short term that egoic people will not take advantage of you. So don't think just because I tell the truth, everybody's going to love me. They might not love you at all. They might love the chance to get, get a leg up on you. But if you want to have a clear conscience, just be impersonal and stand by your decision if you think it was right, but not with self-justification. You see, I'm the kind of person who, you know, in these circumstances, and they did this to me, and given all that was happening, this is the only thing that could have been done. You know, just forget all that. Just calmly and impersonally. Just with the instructions, this is what I did. You know, it had worked before, but this time it didn't work out. Don't exaggerate your error. Don't exaggerate your error. It's it's not good, as I think say it, it's not good to give people bullets to shoot at you later. Master said, don't tell your faults to anyone, he actually said, lest in a moment of anger they turn and use them against you. To say to someone, I had an error in judgment, or it seemed like a good idea, but it turned out not to have worked out the way I wanted, it's just a simple fact. And it's completely disarming. When people don't find an iron resistance in you, there's an image that's really worth thinking about, which is um, if we uh, think of ourselves as a sieve instead of an iron pot, 
And when people's energy comes at us, we accept it, and it just goes through us like this. And that also, it, but if we think of ourselves as a, a steel plate like this, when people's energy comes to it and we resist it, it bounces back at them. But even if they come on us very strong and there's nothing in us that resists it, it just goes right through. And then we just answer impersonally, accepting what is true, denying what is not true, but not inside ourselves descending unworthily to self-defense. I am a child of God, just as you are. We stand together on this pathway to infinity, whether you're conscious of it or not. This is what we're doing, and this is the place where we're standing. And just be a little bit detached in the light, and you'll find that everything will go much better. So Swamiji says, Never seek self-justification. If people are interested in hearing your explanation, state the facts simply and impersonally. But never descend unworthily to self-defense. God bless you. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.